Welcome back, guys, to the Life of Sev, the Sevo Show. We have our uh, new guest this evening. His name is Ryan. That's hey. it. That's it. That's all he's known for. Like Madonna, <laughs> Sher, and Beyonce. He has only one name. He is a photographer. He used to be a sound engineer, and that's what I found out today. He's also into videography, and uh, he's uh, quite a versatile artist. to create things and uh, thank you for coming in today no worries thanks for having me and uh, yeah so for the audience uh, not many people may know you but uh, just a little bit about yourself and where you got started in the game and and uh, yeah how did it all begin fair enough well uh, as I said today on my um, Instagram story I took a wrong turn at landscapes and I ended up shooting humans um, so it's been it's been a wild ride since then um, been getting into a lot of different facets of, of model photography and uh, fashion, portrait, that kind of thing. Um, and dived into the world of videography probably four or so years ago. I've been getting more, more and more into that since then. Nice, so, nice. Yeah. And um, when, when you say you took a wrong turn from landscape, uh, I can relate to that, but I want to hear what you have to say. That's a story. <laughs> I don't know. I was just making a joke, to be honest. <laughs> no, but I, I did start off not shooting any people. Um, so that's that's been a relatively new thing to me, uh, which has yeah, been uh, been a learning curve, I think. Yeah. Yeah, between um, uh, posing and, and directing, uh, definitely like working in collaboration with people has been a, a bit of a game changer. It's an extra element for having to have input on the other side of the camera as well as from behind it. Yes. Um, you know, like I when I started photography, it was birds. Yep. And then that helped me with focus. Right, yes. And, and patience. <laughs> and then dogs, I like dogs. And then landscape was the old time. Mm. And I got sucked into the Instagram kind of – uh, trend of taking all the bangers with the sick tones and the <laughs> moody, moody colors. Nice tones, bro. <laughs> nice tones, sick tones, bro. Um, and all those American guys, uh, they're doing amazing, but they're all like, it's, it, it's, get, it got old for me. Yeah. yeah Unfortunately, I got out early. I still enjoy it, but uh, someone said to me, uh, you should start taking photos of people. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Sounds like effort. So then I started street photography and yep. that's when I was like, oh, wow, this is fun. And then I wanted to have a go of a portrait shoot and someone hit me up and I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And had a portrait shoot with a uh, um, crop-sensored Nikon D7200, 35mm lens. Golden. And, yeah, I still like those photos today. Like I was like, damn, I took those photos. <laughs> no flash, no reflector, no nothing, just me and my – Lightroom editing, no Photoshop. I was still didn't touch Photoshop, and uh, oh man, I'm barely in Photoshop as it is. And then yeah, and then I got into <laughs> and I got into my um my game of uh, portraits, and then yeah, eventually went on from there. But uh, for you in particular, do you do you find yourself? Uh, you remember a moment when you were like, oh, portraits? Yes, this is me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I was actually I was shooting a partner of mine at the time, and uh, and we just finished a shoot, and we were going through the photos and, and checking out the raws, and and just the look on their face, just as we're going through them and seeing, oh, that's me, oh, oh wow, like 
that just changed my that just changed my whole perspective. So was, you had a you had a confidence in your work quite early. Yeah, I'd say so. That's really yeah. cool. That's yeah. that's that's rare. Definitely. I mean, I'm still I'm still definitely not like I, I, I'm I'm well aware of my limits and I'm well aware of where I am on the spectrum of like good photography and and where I need to go and what I need to work on. Um, but I yeah I, I like I like a bit of confidence. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. But and and if you're a true artist, you're never fully satisfied with your work. Oh, so if you're not looking at all your all your rules and, and throwing up, you're not doing it right. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. So would you say that um, you mentioned you didn't um, use Photoshop that much? What's your go-to yeah, software. right. Um, yeah, so I'm I primarily in in, uh, in Lightroom, so yep. I don't tend to touch Photoshop unless I absolutely have to. I don't do a lot of skin retouching. Yeah, I try to leave things raw, but I I'm, I'm very upfront about that with with clients um, that I, I won't be removing any particular like fine tuning blemishes or anything like that. Like I, I I leave everything quite quite well. Plus I I tend to shoot in a way that does a lot of things in camera. Um, so I'll get the softest lighting I can possible, um, that really like smooths out the skin and, and gives people like a flattering appearance without having to do that manually. In camera first. Yeah. I like it. And then what's your, what's your camera of choice at the moment? Ooh, I don't have a stills camera at the moment. <laughs> I'm in between cameras. I, uh, I sold mine expecting the R5 to be perfect. <laughs> 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 Another topic uh, we can move on to later. <laughs> yeah, um, primarily, I think the most of my work's shot on Sony's uh, various yeah. A7 series. Uh, I've been through, I've been through all of them actually. I went through A7, like A7 initial, uh, yeah. through the A7R2 that was main for a while. Then A7Threes, and I've used an A7R4 recently. So. Nice, nice. I'm still yet to dwell into the R series, um, primarily because I don't need it. Yeah, I, I'd avoid it. Avoid it at all costs if you don't like. Like every time you click, it's ninety megabytes. That's the exact reason why I'm avoiding <laughs> it. It's like it hurts. And those and those and those SD cards are not cheap, no. <laughs> especially the fast performing ones, yeah. the fast write speed ones. Oh, yeah, it's it's something extra. But the detail, I mean, it is nice. Someone said to me, as long as you're not blowing it up on a, a massive billboard, you're you're sweet. Yeah. Um, but I can't help myself. I see those see those Instagrammers and they zoom right into the eye and it's so sharp. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, six grand though. <laughs> I'll get over it after a couple of photos. Yeah, you will. You know? yeah. Once, you, once you've zoomed in on some hair and realized the detail a couple of times, you're like, well, all right, yeah. I'll move on. Yeah. So, so you're uh, editing in Lightroom and you're doing a good job and uh, I love the work. Um, Thanks, it's, it's uh, And then I noticed you starting to do... Or, well, I saw your video stuff. Um, what what made you get into that? Um, and more preferably, because the reason I ask as well is uh, for me, I'm selfish. I want to know because I see myself starting to uh, tinker with video. Get more to the video side and of things. And yeah. like just the other day, I released a video of uh, a gym shoot that I did, just a random yeah. one. And I liked it. I know where I'm on the spectrum of, of like where my level's at, but people loved it and they're hiring me. I'm like, ah, oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I'm like, I feel like I've got a bit of imposter syndrome. Like, uh, yeah, it is good, I guess. Yeah, it never know? goes away, does it? It, it the mar- it's the market that tells you that you're good. Exactly. I, I can't just wait to, for every videographer to go, dude, you're the best, you know? But um, yeah, why? what made you get into it? Uh, I, I really, really got into, uh, I, I sort of, I sort of always been into filmmaking in, in some degree. Um, and I really got into it probably 
yeah, about four years ago, um, I was shooting some rock climbing, um, actually like, uh, just a compilation of like just cool rock climbing shots. Yes. And that was, that was really inspirational and I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the process. Um, I kind of, kind of like uh, slightly different way of telling stories than stills. Stills, you get a little bit out of it and you can, you can sort of take people on a journey, but with video, you've, you've really got a, a solid, structure a vibe with that that's that's me too and you can add that element of sound Mm. yes just adds that just extra bit of oomph yeah um like slideshows get old yeah definitely (laughs) um and then yeah i mean for 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 your line of work it's a little bit uh tell me about it Tell me about it if if you want to. I can I can talk about my line of work all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I do. I, I guess you describe it as sort of like more more on the erotic side, more on the yeah. art art erotic What's side. What's the word? Boudoir. 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 Uh, yeah, you could you yeah. could say boudoir. I try to reserve boudoir shoots for for women. It seems to be a women women on women thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I tend to say that style. Yeah. Um, so with the with the exotic uh, side of things, um, so you know we've 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 talked about photography. We went from landscape photography, and now we're into exotic video. Hmm. That's a massive jump. It like is if you if you talk about like massive contrast. Yeah. So what made you get into that specific bit of the industry? Uh, I think probably just due to the people I, I tend to know. Yeah. Uh, so a few friends, uh, work in like the sex workers, they work in the sex industry. They do like their various, various roles, mostly strippers of, of some description. And so they want promotional content. Um, they're always looking to, to collaborate with people and, and, you know, create something interesting and, and something cool and something eye catching. Yeah. Um, and so it just became a need for, for them and through them, I'm a, I'm a resource. So, uh, once yeah, once they connected the dots, yeah. it just it just happened. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. I've uh, I've uh, been been fascinated with that side of things, um, primarily because of all the stories that I've heard from models that I've shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, like my my shoots, I I keep the, I tend to keep them uh, tasteful to the public eye. Like I respect all of that line of work. It's all tasteful to me as long mm. as it's not like those hardcore sort of things. But that's that's each their own. Like, like that's, you know, that's that's your taste or someone else's taste or whoever. But um, the, the reason why I'm so curious um, is those those stories that I hear of other uh, film uh, makers of, of in this industry doing it so wrong. Yeah. And it's like... Why, why, why are they getting it so wrong? Primarily, from the models I hear, is because they're just perverts and they're just they have no idea how to talk to women properly. They the the biggest the biggest rule is don't touch the client yeah. and all of that. Um, like I've worked with someone like Brody Butler who does the the swimsuits and the and the bikini stuff yeah. and and his his main rule is don't touch the clients. No, don't touch it. Don't at all. Don't. Um, but yeah, from your perspective, um, how do you find, see yourself in that market? Will you say you, you're like one of the Perth's leading or <laughs> more respectable or I, without talking I, yourself up too yeah, much? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to label myself in that regard. I'd say I'm, uh, I, I attempt at all times to be a, a safe resource safe, for people absolutely. and uh, I try not to, to make anyone uncomfortable in any, in any way on any shoots and that's, that's kind of the – 
the focus. That's where you, you just keep, keep that in mind yeah. and then everything else flows from there. Just, I had that vibe. I had that vibe. Like you, you see some others, no disrespects, obviously not mentioning anybody. Um, this is just a broad statement, but you can see others and you're just like, oh, you're not sure, you know? But like with yourself, I'm like, yeah, this guy's like, this guy's an artist. <laughs> This guy's an artist. Like, he's in it for the art. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know? Once you've got your, your motivation set, you know, I'm, I'm looking to create something that's that's new and exciting. I'm not yeah. looking to, to touch any people. Yeah, with, and, you get, you know. and you get upset. You're like, don't kill my vibe, man. Like, I'm, I'm here to create. Don't you don't you start doing weird stuff, you know? <laughs> um, uh, all right, moving, moving from there, keeping to the kind of broad uh, video side of things, mm-hmm. Um, where where do you see yourself in the next kind of few years Oof. with it? What's your like? What's one of your goals? What's one of my goals? Uh, I'm definitely looking to do more work. Uh, I can see I can see myself moving more into a mainstream kind of video creation. Love it. Uh, it's definitely like uh, the, what I do is at the moment. It's, it's nice, but it's a niche, and niche yeah. doesn't get you very no. far in the in the long term. Um, unless you've got a good profitable niche, but this this is birth, and we're we're not in the the population that we need for that sort yeah. of thing. So yeah, I could definitely see myself going more mainstream with it. I, I do want to shoot like a wedding or something at some point, um, like videography. Yeah, because I've I've done still weddings, but I've never gone video weddings yeah. or, or video like well, celebrations. I'm, I'm definitely I can definitely help you out there because <laughs> I've got 35 booked in the next 12 months. That is a lot. A lot. <laughs> And they're spaced out between seasons as well. Excellent. So, nice. E, not really because they're condensed in those seasons. Okay. So it's even worse. Right. So you've got 52 so you're, weeks. You've got, you're shooting 20 of them and you've got 35 yeah. weddings to do in exactly. 20 weeks. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's a few, there's a few weekday ones, but, but anyway, like there's a few that opted for no videography. Okay. But Every single one that I always ask that I've done this so far with have said, hey, would you, would you be interested in, in a free video um, for like a, for a student, yeah, and they're always keen, so it's it's a no brainer there. Um, and you know, I've had a couple. I had one uh, in March with my friend Nick, Nick Buchanan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, COVID hit and it was cancelled, so yeah. he missed his opportunity. And well, we all did, especially me, because <laughs> I was getting paid for it. All the opportunities yeah. out the window. Um, but yeah, the, the mainstream. Um, we're gonna we're gonna like do a full circle in a second, but who's who's your one like in the same industry in the same niche? If you were to kind of reach the top, who would you reckon it would be? Ooh, in that film that? exotic sort of industry who's as a videographer. Uh, ooh, as a videographer. While you think, I'll tell you mine. All right. His name is Orangutan. Yeah. Have you heard of him? No. It's like O H R A N G, and this guy he is just his his own his own different league. Yeah, his own league. No one can touch him because his stuff is so unorthodox. I love it. Right. It's so different. It's like it's like when people started using uh, a 90s camera filter and then next minute all these apps had that as like a default <laughs> one of the presets. Yeah. He did that. He does that and he changes things all the time. The the angles aren't the normal standard glamorous angles, but they work. Right. And I'm just like, I'll show him, I'll show it to you later. He's just crazy. And yeah. he gets his wife involved and she's a model too. Um, she's a, like she's like the makeup artist, which is like a dream duo. And <laughs> she gets involved in the shoots with the girls and it's like, it's just all like a, like a fun party. Yeah, right. And it's like, 
it's it's insane. But what about yourself? Have you come up with anybody? Oh, if I if I if I look at the people I look up to probably aren't right in the industry that I'm yeah. I'm in. The the people I look up to are definitely more mainstream. I, I like to I like to take their style and apply it to what I do. So like your average like Roger Deakins, that kind of that kind of thing. Like uh, people who are doing interesting work in film, I take inspiration from them. Yeah. And try and apply it to what I do down yeah. here in a, in my little niche. Yeah. Yeah. My my other one is um his you know Quentin Tarantino. Um, he is his way of um, finding motivation or inspiration or homage, as, yeah. he, as he likes to call it. Um, everyone says that he steals it from 90s, 30s, 40s, 50s movies. Right. He definitely does, and he's admitted to it, well, from the articles I've read anyway. Um, but he's saying he's marrying two different styles exactly. together. Yeah. And that's where... It, that's what everybody's doing, even in the music industry, sampling. Yeah. yeah. That is yeah. marrying a genre with an old school genre. Exactly. Everyone's yeah. getting into classical, putting a beat on it, and all of a sudden it's lo-fi. Yeah. Since the dawn of time, everyone's been building off everyone else, yeah. though. And as, as long as you're doing it in a respectful way, yeah. it's not going to be an issue. Yeah. You know? That's um, it. You can't... There's that old saying that nothing's ever new. It's it's pretty true. Like. Yeah. You can very rarely be completely original with anything. You've always been inspired by something, even if it's subconsciously. Yeah, so. absolutely. It's always the idea always falls from something else. Exactly. Like, like you can you can go back to Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy's Delirious stand up show, <laughs> and you can see all the comics from then. Kind of like that was the pave the way sort of yeah. format, and it's still to this day hasn't really been changed. Exactly. You know. Um, and I'm I'm curious to see what happens with the comedy industry too, with all this cancel culture stuff. <laughs> but speaking of cancelling, um, we we got we got in touch last week when I saw one of your Instagram stories yeah, I about believe we did yes about uh, cancellation, and this is the main kind of theme of today's chat um, for everybody listening. Um, cancelling appointments, cancelling a photo shoot, and cancelling on a a catch up with a mate. Uh, for everybody, again, uh, Ryan came on time when uh, I noticed him pull up in the driveway. I didn't notice it was actually him because, um, you know, some people want to do U-turns in my driveway. And then I got a text from him saying, ironically, I'm going to have to cancel last minute. And to be honest, to be quite honest, I believed you. I was like, oh. I had you for a split okay. second. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I heard you walking. Had you not walked out of your car, I would have been like, oh. Guess I'm going to the gym early then. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so cancelling, um, it's my one one pet peeve mm. apart from people who pass judgment just because they can. Yep. The cancelling last minute without a reason and, I don't know, like a really good reason and not making up for it as mm. well, like – it's like the evolution. What are your yeah. what are you, what is your experience with uh, like clients? General cancellations lately. Oof. It's been a bad year for for cancelling, especially cancelling last minute with uh, the reasons that you know I'm fairly understanding and and I try to be patient with everyone. But some like some really sketchy kind of like Ooh, you're you're just getting out of this because you don't want to kind of reasons and. 
sometimes you can let it slide, but other times it really just disheartens you. Like it's it's really off putting. Do you feel like it's a reflection on your skills sometimes? Sometimes it can be. It can be really. It can be. It can. It can almost be disrespectful. Like and you can feel disrespected, and and you feel like if you were respected a little more, that people wouldn't be cancelling on you. Yeah. And 100%. and that does reflect on your skills. You you start thinking, well, maybe they I'm not good enough for them to. Yeah, it's like a it's, to really yeah, want to shoot. It's disrespectful. Really shoot. And and yeah, it's like it needs it needs to be an event. It's like break out the red panties. We've got Ryan as my photographer. Right, like uh, get excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and so with with your um, you, you do you do this for like a hobby? Do you charge them or do you is it a, a free thing? So I do I do a healthy mix of of time for print work and paid work um uh, leaning more into paid work these days just purely as a as a, a reflex from these cancellations i'd say um which is something i really didn't want to do this this it's a passion of mine but it's it's very much it doesn't feel like work at the moment and i want to keep it that way so i'm trying to find a healthy balance between charging and not charging and, and working with people i want to work with even if they can't afford it and and that kind of thing so um, yeah, I'd, I'm definitely trying to trying to move into a, a paid kind of area, but not vibe with that. Not a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, I can, I can, I, I come up with like a, a model in my head with that because when I started Time for Print, uh, which is like most what every photographer should do when they're starting out in portraits, yeah. you know, learning, making mistakes and not being, not being worried about making those mistakes because it is a free shoot, mm. you know, and the model should understand that too. It's like you're a beginner, you know, other, unless it's like a personal project or whatever. But um, when I, when I stopped doing time for prints was because of those cancellations mm. and I started going, you know what? I'm going to charge you for this next one. It's not going to be much, but there's going to be a deposit. Yeah. And if you flake, I'm going to keep that deposit. Yeah. And 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 it's and it's worked. Hmm. And then um, then the evolution from that was, hey Sev, uh, can we do a shoot? I'll pay you. How much do you charge? Yeah. And the first time I heard that, I was like, uh, hang on, what, what? I don't know. <laughs> uh, how much am I worth? That's that's always been the case, yeah. you know. If it's a professional model. That means, you know, you can kind of look at the market, but yeah. you can kind of um, ask her or him and say, hey, what do you reckon I'm worth? Mm. And the good ones will, you know, tend to say, oh, no, 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 I can't. You tell me what I want. Or <laughs> or sometimes the real ones will be like, okay, this much, what do you think? You know, yeah. 100 bucks, 200 bucks, you know. <laughs> but um, those ones, those ones, those commercial clients that I've been receiving for photo shoots um, for like brands or their personal brand that they're building, um, they've been consistent. However, sometimes those cancellations have been like, hey, um, we're going to have to cancel last minute. I have one um, last month. Uh, it was a pretty big job. It was a pretty big deposit and I already started the work because mm. I was doing the researching, the planning, everything that I got because it was a – I'm not going to disclose too much here, but uh, I had to find a model. It was uh, it was that kind of a color, right. and yeah, they cancelled within the time frame of no deposit return. I felt bad, but it was in but, the contract. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, um, are you into the contract stage yet with anyone? I do the occasional model release, depending on what the content is or uh, you know the nature of it. But um, I try and keep because I'm not I'm doing it in a in a professional sense. Uh, I don't. I don't reserve the rights to the images myself. I'll let anyone do anything with the images and I'll 
sort of uh, ask permission to, to post them on my Instagram, um, for example. But uh, if they request that the images get taken down, I'm, I'm more than happy to yeah. tell one of that. So. so, yeah, it's still pretty much mostly a hobby, hmm. but I definitely see your, you making waves with it, which is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I love to I love to see that you know like always wish success on on everybody that I hang out with um but yeah with with these cancellations like even outside of the industry um what what, are you, what is your view on like when when friends cancel what what how, what does it how does it make you feel and I have less problem with that actually you I have, have a lot, lot less problem lot, with friends cancelling yeah, yeah yeah I'd say if anything I'm the I'm the flaker Ooh. Oh, yeah I love just end up working too late or something like that and I'll miss things. I've got a pretty high stress like day job. So I tend to do long hours like sporadically and it's hard to commit to things after work. Yeah. Um, Are you you able to disclose what you do during the day? uh, I work for a national news publisher and I am in in software engineer. (laughs) Ah, cool. Cool. So you've got a software engineering degree? I don't know. I'm self-taught. Wow. Look at that. And this is and this is why I'm good at picking the guests. It's just, it's just, you just know, you just know. This guy's, this guy's knows his shit. So, software engineer, self-taught, um, and your, yeah, you didn't get a degree. No. And would you say that your job that you're doing now, if it was to come up, if you were to leave mm-hmm. and it would come up um, to be a vacant position, yep. would they be looking for someone with a degree? Maybe. No. Oh. No, uh, definitely not a requirement. The The industry I'm in is extremely forthcoming to, to people without degrees, self-taught people. Um, but it's the kind of industry where if you do go to university and get a get a degree, degree in software engineering, you come out of university years behind what people who may have self-taught would end up being. Is that because the universities are behind themselves? Yes. Yeah. Nice. It's, uh, you get the basics. Like there, there are some like some fundamental software engineering concepts that you, you would like someone to, to step you through. But you can find that on the internet. You can, and you can, you can do it in practice and the hard stuff just doesn't come up that often. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And people stress about the hard stuff, but then again, there's forums. There are. There, there are, are so many forums. There's resources around. There's plenty of information. Everything uh, like so far that I've come, come up against that I haven't known, I've been able to find. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's just not been an issue. Yeah. Like my, my issue um, the other day, and this is just, Again, because uh, a major part of my audience is um, the younger crowd who is looking to get into, you know, something yeah. and, you know, make something out of nothing and work for it. Um, but, yeah, Google it is <laughs> such uh, like – do you remember that Do you remember that um, website, Just Fucking Google It? Just Fucking Google It or Let Me, <laughs> let me Google That Look, For You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a time. But, um, yeah, just, just last night um, because the new Macs have got a different gamma um, level oh. and on Premiere Pro, it, it looks normal. It looks fine. Colors are fine. Um, blacks are fine. Whites are fine. And you export it, and suddenly the QuickTime and the YouTube and the Vimeo are the old school gamma. They haven't updated it, right. so you need to have a compensation. And I was like, oh crap! So I read the article, and they're like, we well, have a free LUT that can compensate it for you. I was like, sweet. How do you install LUTs again? I'm not really a LUT guy. I'm normally do-it-myself sort of person. Easy, pretty pretty basic, straightforward, but, you know, Googled it. Yeah. Unfortunately, the uh, the LUT didn't let me download because the Adobe 
interface didn't let me, it said I was offline for some reason. I was like, great, so many problems. I'm like, I'm going to give up and I'm not even going to make this video now and I need it because it's promoting my business. And then I was like, okay, Google, let's go deeper. Let's let's see where else we can get this LUT from. And long story short, we managed to succeed and we got the LUT and everything was happy days. But um, yeah, Googling it is so important. And, and like it, you can go as, as far in depth as soft, uh, soft, sorry, software engineering, aviation engineering. Yeah. Um, S- Sabine's um, dad, he's, a, he's an aviation engineer. Yeah. And um, when I first met him, I was talking to a lot about it. I still do. Still very interested. Mm. And he showed me the aviation forum, uh, engineering. And he showed me all the articles and he was flexing his little username and how many, like. How many points? He's How many points he's got? Points. Yeah, forum points. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God. And I'm like, can I see one of your replies? And it's like an essay. Yeah. So massive. And I'm like, nice. And then I would ask a random question about, like, he was talking about hovercrafts. And I was like, okay. So look at that. And someone was asking about this specific thing. And I'm just like, yeah, forums. It's wealth of knowledge. It's wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And, you know, like, and I'm, and I'm telling this to kids and they're, they're, they're far worse than when, when we were at school mm. because, you know, they, they get sucked into the whole university thing. Yeah. And it's a business. Yes. And it's out of date. Yes. I can't believe how out of date it is. It's for, for some subjects, it's, oh, it's wild. It's terrible. Even yeah. for teaching. Like, mm. no disrespect to my university, but I learned more on the job than I do at uni. Even though they say that. And to like save themselves, I'm like to expect that, but still, you know, like, like literally, I could have done my degree in eight months, and that's generous. Yeah, and then gone out to you know the the schools, learnt the the essentials, learnt the stuff yeah. that you can't get on the job, yeah. and then everything else. Yeah, and then the trouble is like they have. Um, I don't want to go too, too much of a rant on teaching. That's someone else to talk to <laughs> with. But um, yeah, just you know, like. They, they say that because you can get a degree in anything else and mm. then you can get a dip ed in, in education yes. for one year. Yeah. Now they've made it two years oh, and right. it's just like, oh, come on, you know. And then those those people that couldn't get a job in their original degree, they go teach. Yeah. And that's where the saying goes, those who can't do, they teach, teach. Yeah. you know. And then it's like, okay, well, I'll teach. You get there, you got the degree, you got the job. You're not actually there to teach. You're just there to have a job and get paid. And it's just like, mm. and that and that carries back into photography and videography. It's like you see those cowboys, in quotations, <laughs> who are, um, you know, trying to just make money. But I feel like they shit on the industry a little bit and make everybody else look bad. Tend to, yeah. You know, yeah. like- you could, I'd imagine you've had experience with that sort of thing Absolutely. where you kind of lost a job because someone else has, is cheaper, but the quality is not that great. No, a very, very uh, cookie cutter experience. Yeah. The, the photos are adequate, but they're, they're all the same. You know, there's no heart to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the industry gets sucked in that that's the, that's the standard. standard. Yeah. That's the standard. Yeah. Um, but then, like for for the viewers or for the listeners, that you you have to look past that and you have to keep doing you mm. because that's your premium. And eventually, people will, will it'll come back around. Yes, it's a constant loop. You know, you got those wannabes, you got those people that are trying to get into it, but they're just following a trend. Like there's so many times where I'm like, am I just 
Am I just here just because I'm following a trend? Imposter syndrome, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and then I get like pats on the back and then I look at photos I took three years ago that at that time I yeah. was like, nah, that's shit. And now I'm like, I'm printing that tomorrow, you know? <laughs> like that wedding photo there that I printed um, yeah. on wood, that was my first wedding photo. Lovely. And I was, I'm stoked with that. Yeah. Like, even though the sun, it was golden hour, the skins are a bit orange and that, but that was the lighting, mm. you know? I'm not going to change that too much. And, you know, that's, that's on a piece of wood. Man. It's cool, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, um, but that's how I knew that I was, I was into weddings because that was my kind of personal trial. Right. And everything went right that day. And I was so happy with myself. And I was like, I want to do that again and again. And the relationships you build, and, and that's in the industry. Mm. Like I know you, you are, um, I've seen you with um, a few of the regular clients that you shoot and you, you must have built a, an awesome relationship with them that they built that trust with you. And yeah. then, and then eventually that kind of um, scaffolds into more clients. And then those clients have friends internationally or nationally first and then internationally. That's how it grows. Definitely. So that yeah. is that where you kind of see how it, it will progress? Yeah, absolutely. I have a waiting list of people in Melbourne and Sydney and That's Brisbane. Amazing. That, That's amazing. That's just, just, just absolutely like jumping at the bed trying to right. trying to wait for COVID to yeah. end. <laughs> well, it's, it's, and it's even better right now because it, like in, in a funny way, you're sitting dormant and you're forced to really fine tune. Mm. I love that. Mm. I love that. Not many people realize that and they just don't don't bother. They're like, oh, why, why am I trying? It's the best time to try. Yeah. It's the best time to learn something new, to practice something different. 100%. I've been, I've been trying things I shouldn't be trying like any day of the week. I've been shooting more than I would normally yeah. and it's been quiet, you know. I went to King's Park the other night and took a photo of the S-Bend on the Quinana. Yeah. And I have wanted to take that photo for so long, but I was so incompetent, not incompetent, not confident in, in my ability, but I thought about it so much and I had practiced all these elements in photography and I went there and shot it and it took me 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I knew exactly how I was going to edit it as well <laughs> and I was just like... Nice. On my phone, on my phone, <laughs> Lightroom phone, mobile. And I was like, right, that's awesome. So I was stoked with that. But nice, how, 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 where are you at in terms of like um, going back to the video side? Mm. Um, talk about your flow for a second. Like um, how do you plan a, a shoot with a model um, depending on what topic you're doing? Because you do a lot with uh, specific things like robes and, um, and and all the rest, not going into detail, but <laughs> people can figure it out. How do you kind of plan for that? What's up, guys? I won't take too much of your time. If you follow me on Facebook, TikTok, or Instagram, at Sevspix, you know the one. And also YouTube, if you YouTube search The Life of Sev, I really appreciate everybody that follows me. If you have subscribed to the podcast, always appreciate that, fam. I love it. I love it. Leave a review, subscribers if you haven't, uh, on the iTunes. If you listen to me on Spotify and you have an iTunes account, subscribe anyway. It does help, and I really appreciate it. Anyway. Back to the show. Uh, so we'll come up with a concept, uh, get a rough plan in mind for, for like what shots we want, what kind of vibe we're going for. Um, I'll figure out kind of what the lighting is going to be, what the, what, the, what the environment needs to be. Yeah. Um, we'll find a location that suits that. 
um, you know, whether it's going to be high key or low key, or it's going to be a slow, um, like powerful shooter, it's going to be fast and, and, and energetic, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. so once we've got a, once we've got a vibe in mind, we'll, we'll start planning shots and we'll start planning outfits and we'll start, uh, planning. I, I like to do music first because I do. I just, if anyone's yes. seen any of my videos, I, I I tend to cut things to music quite um, like directly. Like everything's synced up very specifically on the beat or I love that. And, um, I love that. And so, yeah. if I know what tune I'm cutting to as we're doing the video, everything flows so much nicer. Um, I'll have a shot in mind, and I'll know how long it needs to go for. It's or, so much easier, isn't it? Yeah. I I've read somewhere that people select their music afterwards. I was like, what? How? Mm. Like, I like to go on Epidemic Sound or Artlist or what What do you use for, for the Spotify, sound? man. <laughs> Spotify. There you go. Um, I, I vibe with the lo-fi stuff. Like, yeah. I love lo-fi. That's my favorite genre right now. It's been for the last three, four years. Discovered it at uni and I was like, this is it. Yeah. This is my thing. Classical with be- like hip-hop beats. Just a bit of, bit of hip-hop. <gasps> Always love Mozart. A bit of grainy kind yes, of yes, stereo that, sound. That, that, that record mm. crunch. Um, um, crackle, um, but yeah. So I could like, I would select a song and I'd close my eyes and then I would like see it. Yeah. And then I'd be like, okay, I know exactly what the colors are going to be, yeah. what sort of like angle it is, and you know, that's 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 art. That's your tune set the vibe. You know, like that's... I can't draw for shit, but I can visualize <laughs> it. You know. Yeah. And then take the photo or the video. Um, I once but... tried to uh, to storyboard. <gasps> Out I've on been paper thinking about doing that, but it'll just be stick figures. Stick <laughs> figures. Can you imagine those stick rough, figures man. with the rope and the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just not look right? No, just look just like exotic stick figures. Make that a comic. Yeah, <laughs> I'll um, I'll often, oftentimes, I'll, I'll storyboard something by grabbing images I find uh, from other people or off Google, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pick poses, yeah, and shots based on that. My way of doing it is Instagram, so I have a lot lot of ideas saved yeah um and if you look through my saved photos on instagram you just be like this is a 14 year old teenage boys collection <laughs> here you know um but it's like it's all still tasteful it's just to the uh like almost softcore side of it but it's like straight up i'm saying that i i have these specific photos because the lighting is so good or the pose is so good or the the vibe is so good yeah. and and it's a mixture of like the bikini stuff the and then the winter clothing the fashion as well but um that's kind of my inspo and then like the way that they pose as well because mm. that's what my lighting and posing is what i'm currently like yeah. trying to get better with um like the camera stuff is is sorted yeah but the lighting and the posing now and you know if you get a good model it's 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 easier they they pose themselves with a little yeah. direction yeah it's exactly great. exactly and then um my my current latest um discovery or sort of obsession is bringing the camera slightly lower mm. and pointing up making them look taller making the legs look longer and just making them look more powerful, like empowering them, yeah, nice. which is, you know, cool. And then with the dudes, it's like um, sort of a kind of front-on sort of masculine sort mm. of look for them. And Something with a, a, a shorter lens so you yeah. can get a bit, a bit of staunch. Yeah, show their broad shoulders <laughs> off, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, the lighting and the posing, it's it's super fun and, and like, it's challenging and, and like, you get better and, like, 
I can go back to like a few shoots that I'd done and I'm like, I put them into Lightroom and look through them and I'm like, no, 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 no. And you, the one that you capture on the day, you get excited about and you're like, go to that specific yeah. one and you're like, Ah, oh, uh. no. <laughs> but then you, you do a couple of those or you do like a dozen of those. Mm. And then from there, it's like muscle memory. Yeah. And that's that's what people need to think. Like I get a message every day from someone on Instagram saying, hey, I'm getting into photos. Any tips? Take a lot of photos. It's just, a lot just of photos. Don't stop shooting. <laughs> it's literally, it's such a cliche thing. But like I went out every day and shot something outside in the backyard you know and i and i was like 22 at the time 23 24 at the time and i was like a kid leaves in the backyard literally like yeah. <laughs> um i had a macadamia nut tree in my backyard um back in the, the padbury suburb and uh during i think it was yeah winter mm. the black cockatoos would come in and it was the best because yeah. they're endangered and i was like sweet cool no burning for me and i was just like they were all lined up across the fence <laughs> and it was this massive sound their beak cracking the 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 uh, macadamias nice. oh it's a mess but i got the photos you know so you start off with you know an interest but you got to practice mm. and 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 how are you what, what's your current focus that you're kind of trying to tinker with i think i'm always tinkering with lighting i think lighting? I'm, I'm always looking for the the next sort of more interesting shadow more yeah. interesting like the softest light you can I love possibly that. get i love the haze that you have in your film in <laughs> i your have a film. tendency to it's to do that yeah so i've a, got a got a haze machine 35 yeah. bucks that one broke but you know i got another one um <laughs> <laughs> best best investment, honestly. Uh, it, so, so what is that haze machine? Twenty five bucks. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Just grab a grab a DJ one. DJ one haze machine. Is that from um, J Car? Anywhere I'll do them. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a Do you have a Ryan discount ten percent code or something? <laughs> I wish. I wish. It'd be the platform to be spruiking. Um, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, the, yeah. Best investment and a haze liquid. It's like five bucks a pop. Yeah. And, and you just get this this ethereal, atmospheric kind of like beautiful light that comes through as soon as you shoot light through haze. Mm. It's different, isn't it? Like mm. it just hits different. The one, the one experience, or the couple experiences I've had with it is with Brody, mm. and and him shooting. He does through love it. it. Yeah. He <laughs> loves it, and it does look cool. It does look cool, and it's just like that. It takes away that harsh light. Mm. Even if you diff diffuse it um, two yeah. or three times, the the smoke just. I, I feel it. Gives I feel it that the, extra. Yeah. yeah. Ambiance. Yeah. What's your favorite location to film slash shoot it? Shoot at? Oh, uh, I tend to favor the odd Airbnb um, just purely because of being inside is a bit uh, easier for, for what I do Control specifically. Control those elements. Um, definitely don't like keeping too public with some yeah. of the shoots that I, I have. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's a few of my favorite Airbnbs, uh, one in Mount Lawley that everyone's shooting at. Um, Ooh. Everyone's the shooting The go-to Airbnb. I I might have Does to the owner know? Retire it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cool with it. <laughs> so yeah. is there like a is there like a do you get like a discount price on that now because you're a regular? No, not at all. Hey, yeah. it's Ryan again. Just need it for a coupler. I, I should uh, I should get in touch directly and cut Airbnb out of the loop. Oh, oh, that might be that might be illegal. I'm not sure. Oh, nah. Self plug. Yeah. Shout out to Airbnb for hosting photo shoots since 2016, probably. Yeah. Unsure. 
Yeah. Huh. No, that's okay. No one knows who you really are. No, it's fine. No, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking to myself with a different voice. Yeah. Ryan character. Yeah, who is he? Um, everyone's like, oh, my God, who is it? He's this Ryan guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm organizing a shoot right now through a, um, a bikini line um, who's actually moved to Europe. And I've got a model. She's ready to go. But it's winter. And I've got the bikinis ready to go. Yeah. But, but it's winter. <laughs> but it's winter. But I've said, how about an indoor sort of, we're about to go to the beach sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, we found an Airbnb. It's so good. And I'll figure out what suburb it is. Just I'm like, I wonder. <laughs> well, what's so good about this particular I tend spot. to I tend to look for textures. Yeah. I, I like I, I I try and avoid white walls wherever possible. The the usual kind of like stark bleak look doesn't doesn't do it for me. So um, anything anything exposed brick, anything concrete, yeah, anything wood. with love a bit of wood, love a bit of wood, love a bit of wood, love a bit of plant, uh, yeah. anything that has a bit more than your average texture, slight slight industrial vibes too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I absolutely vibe with that. So. Um, there's only a few places in Perth that'll let you hire out that kind of situation. So here's, here's a question I haven't asked quick. another um, uh, visual creator before. Do you have like your dream studio home set up in, in, in your mind? <laughs> I, I, I worry about it. I worry about creating a studio at, at home that's not just a not just a like an infinity wall, not just not just your average black black sheet on a on a hanger. Um, purely because when I've shot something three or four or five times. I get a bit sick of it. You want to change it, and I want to change it up. Yeah, and like if I if I owned the house, obviously you could you renovate. You can, yeah, you can renovate over and over. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'd be it'd be an expensive operation. So yeah, having having fleeting connections with places you really vibe works well for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm so. starting to build those. Like I've got an apartment in um, in, in South Perth that has perfect like afternoon light. Yes, and it's not too like blaring um so many different rooms um the kitchen looks nice and the and the lounge room looks nice yeah i've got a tennis court Oof. you know those tennis court vibes yes. it's got a pool out like it's like versatile it's like my my little arena yeah and i've got access to it and it's really cool but you know you, you build those relationships through networking and you know being a good bloke um, but yeah, so I, I'm really keen on, you know, exploring that a little bit more, but that light, controlling that light, mm. oof, I, I can't wait to get my first like proper lead light. Like, I've got that one there, the square one, oh, yeah, yeah. but, uh, yeah, that's just for me to do my, my little kind of spiels on. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I do, I do, uh, I am keen on creating that real, like I saw someone use a massive brolly. Mm. Um, with uh, one of the Godox LED, LED lights. And I was like, okay, I need one of those, I think. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would your recommendation be for, for someone that's starting out in, in exploring light? Obviously ex- yeah. experimenting, but in terms of equipment, what's like something yeah. for me? Okay. Um, so I shoot uh, continuous light. I, I don't use strobes anymore um, purely because I, I do a lot of video work and strobes terrify me. To be, to be honest, to begin with, I've never have a been thunder buddy. Never been one with the strobes. <laughs> um, yeah, the lightning on them—that's spooks. Um, <laughs> that was, wasn't it? Um, so yeah, but just by purely um, yeah. getting more into the into the video side of things, I have to use continuous lighting. Uh, so I'm I'm a bit limited for for range and affordability in that. Um, but I, I'd I'd recommend if someone was exploring in the, in the same realm. 
getting getting something powerful, like relatively powerful, um, single point with a good amount of attachments. So um, things like the, the the new Godox series that's just come out, the SL SL series, they they look really nice. They've got a Bowen's mount. You can you can really really play with the attachments on them and, and get lots of lots of like nice little like grids and and soft lights and soft boxes and and other sort of things like that. So. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely something relatively powerful. You only really need one source, and then you can bounce it around the room, that kind of thing. So yeah. one source to start off, and then just yeah, and then a, expand a few from attachments, there. and then expand from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and things like uh, that, if you if you can find something with the with the Bowen's mount, like the the Aperture series and the and the Godox, you've got unlimited unlimited combinations of things. Like solid. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to try. Yeah. Uh, you, just say the word, man. You can borrow. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Just a little clip there for for later. No you don't mind do. Hey. Just you don't mind do. I look all right? Yeah, you look good. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't record someone that didn't look all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So um, th- that first source is is definitely something that I want to try with, and then because I get sucked into looking at you know the key light the filler and the background, yeah. they're like, okay, I need those three. And it's like, yeah, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Uh, and then and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my old, old friend Google out and say, show me some examples of one light source modeling photos. Yeah. And then bang. Like uh, you can see on the floor there that have fallen out, um, I've got some creative live printouts of diagrams yeah. of different light um, setups. Light setups. Yeah. So I, I need to use them. So if I print it out in like in, in physical form, I'm more likely to actually right. do it. Take it all into if a I like, bookmark a random article on the computer, I'll yeah. forget about it in a second. Yeah, so, true. <laughs> so yeah. But um, yeah, well, with the creating, back to the creative side, we're going to wrap it up in a sec. Mm-hmm. Um, for anybody that's wanting to start out, what is one or two main things that you would, recommend apart from obviously shooting a lot yeah okay um so i think probably <clears throat> concentrate on on skin tones like really if you're shooting people obviously uh, if there's no skin tones in the photo this is a useless advice but concentrate on your skin tones find out what makes what constitutes a good skin tone um look at uh, look at the way your white balance is affecting people's skin make sure nothing's too green or too pink like just really really focus on that um and just explore explore shadow on again people like uh, explore shadow on faces explore explore the way the lack of light affects your photos rather than what is being lit um I think that would be that would be my two. I love that, love that. Best and, points of advice. And and then just not uh, not just sticking to one main thing all the time. Like be be a little be bit versatile. More, yeah, yeah, be versatile. Be experimental, and don't be afraid to try it. If it fails, at least you figured out that it, it yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> Do <laughs> something can, wild. You can cross that off. You know. Um, but yeah, for me, like I'm I'm really not a studio guy, but. Um, like every now and then I get that burst of creativity and I'm like, yep, <laughs> studio, like I've got this big sheet here. I want to get like, you can get a $50 Kmart thing. Mm. Uh, I like a, those steamers. Oh, the steam ones. Steamers. Yeah. Cause I was trying to figure out how to iron it. Yeah. True. For everybody that doesn't know what the hell I'm talking about. I've got a uh, half of uh, the other side of my podcast studio setup. I've got uh, a full on blown out uh, curtain for 
for portraits and stuff. So it's not quite an infinity wall, uh, but it's like uh, it's like I uh, hung up uh, the bed sheets, and it's it's a little bit um, what's the word synthetic. It's yeah. a bit shiny. A little shiny. Yeah, a little bit shiny. So I just need to iron it out because it just came out of the package. And uh, when it came out of the package, there was a bit of a stain on there. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> that's that's sus. <laughs> but um, I had one little shoot with my um, Fotix Solus 35 by 140 um, and the big uh, – I'm, I'm just reading off it because I don't actually fully remember. I'm that new to it. The uh, AD600 Pro. For the the strobe, the the, the flash, and uh, I had one go of it, and I loved it, but I haven't touched it since. And I'm just like, it's a pretty hefty inve- investment to just sit there. Yeah. Um, but it's there. I've got it, and it's it's like I've been thinking about it for months. So it's not just like a spare of the moment purchase, but I definitely regret not taking my mate's advice. She told me a couple of years ago, don't do flash. Do constant light. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, I still chose flash first, but I feel like I'm going to eventually wrap that up or just add to the collection. Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? But then get those lead lights. So, yeah, let's let's do something. Yeah, let's, absolutely. Let's, yeah. let's muck around, um, get someone in, or um, I'll come and with, with their permission, I'll reflect or something, be your assistant, just learn off of what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I want more of that light and... I'm keen to have a look, but um, any final final messages to anyone? Just not even in regards to photography, just like a life advice. <laughs> life advice. Oof, you put me on the spot. What would, you, what would you tell your kid if you had one? Or do you have one? I do not have kids <laughs> and I will not have kids. Oh, no, I'm not a... Controversial. Not a father. Not a father. Not, not father material. Yeah. Don't, don't find to be uh, something I'm into. Um Oh God! I used to have like soundbite snippets of of these things loaded up, ready to go, but I just don't at the moment. <laughs> That's <laughs> and right. They, and they they end up just being, uh, you know, like like platitudes in the in the end anyway, because they're just regurgitated. Yeah. I don't know. I give advice on on a per advice level. Yeah. Fair enough. Sorry, man. That's all right. Well, uh, thank you for coming in and having a chat, and uh, it's good to to get to finally know you a little bit more uh not just in passing yeah and uh and for everybody uh listening um i hope you enjoyed this very chilled chat with a fellow visual creator i don't like the term content creator i don't like the term content it's been overused it is a visual Mm. you're seeing things that we created visual creator but um, yeah, if you guys want to ask any questions or have a specific topic that you want to talk about, this podcast is uh, very versatile in itself. We had a guy uh, on the show uh, talking about um, his uh, sugar addiction stoppage and in 350 listens. Thank nice. you to everybody that listened to that. And then we had a millionaire from the UK talking about his business the other week. And now we have a visual creator talking about his journey through the creative field of photography, videography. It's 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 amazing. That's and uh, hopefully there's a few more. But uh, yeah, um, thanks again for everybody tuning in. Send me a message. And as always, good thanks. Thanks, Ryan. Cheers. Man.